Moncrief on News Talk. As you know, the depiction of nudity in TV and films is approached far more carefully nowadays. Most sets employ intimacy coordinators. Uh, Adelaide Waldrop worked as an intimacy coordinator for the Netflix show Obsession, where they had a further policy, one of nudity parity. Adelaide, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. It's a pleasure to be with you. Ah, lovely for you to talk to us as well. In, when, for nudity parity, does that mean, <clears throat> excuse me, across the entire series, you have to figure out how many nude scenes are going to be and, and who's going to be naked and in what degree? Well, it's definitely character specific. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, I think it's, a, it's an interesting approach to the intimacy. It's something that the production had as a policy when I came on as the lead intimacy coordinator. Um, and, and it's a tricky one to navigate because what we consider to be nudity or, or nude parts of the body is very subjective and very gendered. So my understanding is generally that it's about having a balance of exposure for both performers and characters in the series. Um, but the particulars of what that does and doesn't mean can be very, can be very nuanced. Yes, because obviously if a man is topless, He's just showing off his abs. Uh, it's 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 not really it's not necessarily you know it's not you know he, somebody could be topless playing tennis. You wouldn't see well, a woman exactly. topless playing tennis. And, and it would have to be a very different context, I imagine. I mean, the the question of nudity above the waist, I find professionally very interesting because people often do assume that for someone who identifies as a man, it's not necessarily a state of nudity. And many men or male actors would feel that way, but some really don't. Some mm. really do feel like it's a state of nudity, regardless of whether or not they have a, a visible six pack. Um, but you're absolutely right. Uh, the The sort of gendered and cultural and subjective natures of what we what we think of as as nude parts of the body is very it's very tricky to navigate and and particularly when you look at nudity of genitalia that can be even more complicated and and so is that worked out with the actors absolutely yes so so on on obsession in particular i'm i'm really proud of the the practice that we had around the intimacy because all of these conversations were had at the point of casting about especially with two characters uh, like william and anna who are so very uh, their, their roles are so dependent on on the actor's comfort and informed consent about the intimacy requirements of the role, both simulated sex and what parts of their body, you know, will, will need to be on camera to tell the story effectively. Um, so those conversations were all had very far in advance. Every conversation about their consent levels for each specific scene, I went through with them and we adjusted those as needed and and made sure that they had modesty garments to cover them as much as possible per shot. Um, so it's a very organized, very uh, detailed process. Hmm. But in that, in the course of that process, to, to maintain the parity, is someone keeping count? I mean, oh, is there no. a whiteboard someplace <laughs> with a pubic hair count on it or something? Hardly, <laughs> hardly. Uh, no, I think it's it's you know because it is so subjective. And and if you think about it as well, how how specific are we getting when we talk about parody? Is it number of shots, duration of shots? Is it lighting? Is it you know how close the camera is? What's in focus? It's it's so. It would be impossible to quantify mm. nude parts of the body and keep a tally on a whiteboard, which we certainly did not do. And, and of course, <laughs> what we what we shot versus what's in the final edit changes as well. Um, so it was it was more about just generally being thoughtful about how much each of these characters was exposed in relation to the other and being clear with the actors about that and, and keeping it really grounded in the story and the context of each scene so that it felt like it was something that was furthering 
the narrative and furthering the development of these characters and their relationships. So, so I suppose for the party then, was it to some degree contingent upon how the actors felt if they didn't feel they were being asked uh, uh, to be naked more often than, you know, far more often than any other character? Yeah, well, I mean, in the context of Obsession, Anna and William are certainly more naked than any other characters yes, in the series. Yes, of course, yes. Um, so, so I think it's about... You know, it's it's difficult when you're when it's about feelings of exposure um, and feelings of balance because that can be very different for each individual day to day. And and some of the scenes in the series are written in such a way that the first I hope it's not it's, I don't think it's much of a spoiler at this point, but the first uh, scene where we see Anna and William have sex, she strips his character entirely nude, um, and she remains fully clothed except mm. for her underwear. The characters do so so. You know, that's scripted as a moment of intentional imparity, you could say, of nudity. Um, it, and it's it's important for the context of the story and the characters and this kind of rebirth that they have together in this in this very um, dangerous affair that they've embarked upon. But but yeah, so it's 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 very um, sort of day to day. And also, you know, artists come in and they they understand the, the requirements of a role uh, like any other. But, of course, consent levels can change at any time and for any reason. So we were very mindful of that and and making sure to sort of check in throughout so that both Charlie and Richard, our two leads, felt very clear and confident about what was going to be shown of their bodies on screen at any given time uh, and for each scene as well. And is, is this... A kind of a, I, and this is just my anecdotal perception, but it, but it's, and I don't mean about in, intimacy coordinates, but but it's more the, uh, it's becoming far more common where you might see a morning after the, you know, a morning after scene where the man is clearly naked, but the woman's wearing a top of some sort. In that, you know, it is kind of rebalancing to some degree. Yeah, I mean, again, I think it's 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 so interesting to me the ways in which we culturally and sort of societally conceive of of bodies in this way you know obviously in my profession and and you know growing up a child of hippies I've got my own perceptions and feelings around when I see a, a nude body male or female or otherwise on on camera but everyone's got their own sort of reactions and I think it's been really interesting as we've seen more full frontal male nudity including genitalia to to see the ways that a variety of ways that people react to that whereas I think we're more conditioned and more used to seeing the female figure in a sort of sexual context and traditionally they've been more you know female actors have been more exposed in these scenes Mm. I think it's fair to say historically so I I think it's an interesting exploration of what that means for storytelling and what that reveals about about characters and also the style of which of how we're telling sex on camera is that an ongoing process do you think Adelaide yeah if we're seeing more and more male nudity obviously there's you know there's still things I would think that are taboo or, or if they were depicted they would be seen as porn. Well, completely. I mean, this is this is something that, you know, I I work expressly and very pointedly only within simulated sexual action, so I never work with a, with an actor who's being filmed in a state of actual arousal. That's, you know, more erotic film in the adult film industry. Um, I've certainly worked on scenes that use prosthetics to tell that story. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's very interesting as well when not to get too nerdy and technical about it but when we when we think about genitalia that's more external versus more internal that you know changes what you can and can't see on camera realistically Mm. um so i think it's all it's all something that we're clearly culturally interested in and and working through what that what that does or doesn't mean for us and i i i personally think it's great i think 
there's far too much politicizing of of the nude body. And whilst a lot of that, you know, we we have to take time to sort of work through, um, I think it's important to to continue exploring. Yeah, but but do we need any more uh, in in the sense of um, to depict the sex acts in pretty much any way you like? Do we need that extra bit of you know like visual information to do it? Oh well, that's. I mean, personally, as a as a storyteller, I think you can you can tell stories around human sexuality showing very very little or as much as you please. I think it depends on what it is you're trying to do and what what impact you're trying to have on the audience. I think that's got to be a decision made based on what the story is driving at. Um, but personally, I also I also really enjoy nudity that's more mundane and casual, which is some of what we see in Obsession. I think the scene that's most exposed for William, the character, is when he's gotten out of a shower. He's just sort of toweling off in front of his wife. And it's a really lovely moment. You know, the man's a doctor. He's a surgeon. They've been married. They have two adult children. So it would be odd to then have, you know, him walk out and be fully covered, you know, in a way. It shows, mm. it tells us something about those characters. So I think the relationship of of whether we need nudity is is something that that has to be a, a decision made based on the purpose of the art and i wouldn't i wouldn't sit here and I, i'm not much for censorship generally speaking so i i would say that that the more interesting it can be yeah why not thank you adelaide thanks a million for speaking with us today that was adelaide waldrop there an intimacy coordinator on the netflix show obsession and on other shows as well Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.